Dear Colgate, I love that you love that I love being at home. You even let me whiten my teeth from home. Because you know how I feel about getting up from my cloud couch. The Colgate Optic White LED Kit gives professional level results in just 10 minutes a day for 10 days when used as directed. And that's why, Colgate, I want you to meet my parents. Because ever since meeting you, I've been living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Welcome to The Tent. I'm your host, Scott Fellman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. You know, I, occasionally it's nice to take a little time off and sort of think things through and just relax a little bit. And I did that this last few days, so it's been kind of fun to get back into it. Somebody uh, uh, shot me an email the other day and said, you know, I'm really into this stuff, but I'm kind of curious about what the whole thought is behind it, the big picture stuff. What what got you into it? where you're going, et cetera, what it all means. And so I thought it might be fun to sort of take a deep breath here today as we get back into uh, the second half of the year and really uh, talk about the idea of botanical style aquariums and where we came from, what we're doing and what it's all about. Um, somebody asked me, you know, like, how do you start? How did Tannin start? What was the name Tannin derived from? Well, how did you arrive at that name? And I, I refer to our About Us page from 2015, where I basically said, and I'll read it to you, the name tannin was selected because it's the substance derived from leaves and wood that tints the life-giving waters of tropical rivers and streams with a beautiful brown color that I find so alluring. The dark waters, tangled roots, and earthy colored leaves found off the shores of tropical blackwater rivers, ponds, and streams provide an irresistible subject for hobbyists to replicate in our aquariums. That was written in 2015. It still rings true today. Kind of, kind of some interesting thoughts, almost our mission statement, if you will. And even though we've been playing with this stuff commercially for well, coming up on six years now, as a hobbyist, I've been, you know, dabbling or more than dabbling in, in the botanical style aquariums for, you know, 20 years plus now. Uh, and it's pretty incredible. And the hobby has been doing blackwater tanks for many years more than that. And it always amuses me when somebody, you know, gets an aha moment and tells me, you know, you didn't invent this stuff as if I ever claimed that I did. You gotta love the hobby culture, right? It's just maybe we're talking about it more. Nature was the inventor. We just play with her, follow her lead, her inspiration. We dream in water. It's one of the things I like to say. Now, I will claim that perhaps we elevated the art just a little bit, perhaps brought it out of the darkness, literally, but we did not invent it. Regardless of who pioneered botanical style aquariums or blackwater aquariums or whatever, and when, there's still lots of questions surrounding this stuff. There's still so many unknowns, so many misconceptions, and perhaps even a bit of confusion. Uh, we're doing our best to dispel many of these misconceptions, yet it takes some time. And uh, it takes hundreds of blog posts and podcasts and you, a global community of active hobbyists, to really get the word out more that this is fun stuff and really cool and interesting stuff to play with. Now, often when I'm asked to speak at a club or an event, I'm asked to describe the benefits of these types of aquariums that we all love so much and it's something you'll no doubt receive down now and then you know yourself so i thought it might make some sense to sort of share with you a sort of a summary of the kind of main talking points that i usually bring up in these kind of situations and of course as you might expect one of the fundamental questions that we receive here at tannin is what are the advantages of a botanical style aquarium and why would you even want to try one I mean, that's a really broad question, right? But it's very logical, in which I can sort of attempt to answer in a really broad, really hopefully logical, you know, terms. Uh, in no particular order, here's just some of the talking points and main reasons why you might want to embrace this type of aquarium for your next project. 
first off, it's it's different. Okay, it's probably the most fucking vapid reason for this, but whatever. I mean, hey, you asked. Well, anyone could set up a planted tank with clear water, colorful fishes, and, you know, natural substrate or whatever. But it takes an adventurous aquarist to try something truly different. You know, brown water, decomposing leaves, detritus, biofilms, fungal growths, just like you see in nature. It's a totally different aesthetic experience than we're used to, and it requires definite mental shifts in order to embrace this and be comfortable with it. It's not just about the aesthetics, of course, but they play a huge role in this stuff. That's what attracts people to it. I get it. It's really different. I remember during my tenure as a co-owner of a coral propagation and retail firm, Unique Corals, I had a botanical style aquarium in my office. And I remember the amusing, at least to me, comments that I get from you know, hardcore reefers and marine aquarium experts from all over the world who came by into my office, which with its, you know, earth tone walls, wood paneling and, uh, you know, tropical sort of accents was very unexpected from a reef guy. And, 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 you know, they would check out the aquarium that I set up, this 20 gallon, you know, botanical style tank. And literally a typical comment was like, mm, Scott, I think you need to change the water in there. It's kind of dirty, right? I mean, it's priceless shit, but it goes to show you it's something that we're not used to. It's different. And of course, that doesn't define the whole concept, but it does define or at least describe it, you know, accurately in some respects. The second point is that many fishes come from these types of habitats or come from blackwater habitats, which I know blackwater is a very specific set of characteristics that we've talked about many times before, but they come from these botanically influenced habitats or soil influenced habitats, and this is a more appropriate environment for them. Now, although many fishes like tetras, cichlids, resbora, discus, those are just a few that pop into my head, are bred typically in harder alkaline tap water conditions, I personally have yet to see one of these species which doesn't seem to look just a little bit better maybe be a little bit healthier and maybe act just a little bit more naturally when you're giving them these types of conditions. And I find that fascinating. I've talked about this idea a lot over the years here. I know you've, you've probably heard and seen these, these articles and discussions before, and I still believe in it very much. Yes, in a sort of a tremendous tinge of irony, you actually need to acclimate these fishes that evolved under these conditions for eons. We actually need to acclimate them to these types of conditions because you're kept typically under more hard alkaline tap water conditions in the aquariums and you just need to do it slowly you need to apply common sense which is really kind of funny but i believe that the benefits for your animals um, will become very evident over time when you do that now there's been some studies which we've discussed over the years here which indicated that the materials like catapa leaves jackfruit leaves stuff like that do indeed provide some potential antifungal antimicrobial benefits because of the compounds that they contain but i would certainly not use the disease prevention thing as the sole justification for utilizing botanicals and creating black water aquariums and all that stuff it's a whole lot of marketing bullshit in my opinion it's one of the potential benefits, but it's not the main reason. You're not going to cure every fish disease by throwing in you know, a bunch of leaves into the aquarium. It's just, it's just not true. Rather, I'd make the argument that when coupled with good overall husbandry, a well-managed you know, botanical-style aquarium can provide an environment which is more consistent with that which many of the fishes that we keep have evolved to live under, in over eons. And that this is generally a very healthy way to keep them. You know, humic substances and all those other compounds, tannins and so forth, released by the botanicals are thought by scientists to be essential for the health of many fishes. And in botanical style aquariums, there are significant concentrations of these compounds present pretty much all the time, right? So our botanical style aquariums cannot be called the best option for many fishes. Just a really good option and one worth investigating more. 
Uh, next point is that a planted, people ask a lot about planted blackwater aquariums or botanical style aquariums. And yeah, I think they're cool because they embrace different elements than a traditional planted aquarium does. We get a lot of interest from hardcore planted aquarium enthusiasts nowadays, and it's amazing to see that. Uh, over the past few years, planted botanical style aquariums or blackwater aquariums are really starting to become sort of a thing and have a moment. That's kind of cool. We're seeing more and more amazing botanical style you know, planted aquariums ranging from real artistic ones to biotope simulations and just fun aquariums. And obviously our style of aquarium is a bit different than the typical type of system that, you know, people maintain plants under and you, that you see in the contests and so forth, but I'm seeing a little shift and it's really exciting to see that. Yeah, you're not able to keep every single type of aquatic plant in a very tinted blackwater aquarium. You have to research which plants specifically hail from these environments and can adapt and thrive under these conditions. The usual suspects like, you know, Bucephalandra, Cryptocorine, and sword plants, etc. are just a few of them. There's many, many others too. You just got to research it. The other thing is that blackwater aquariums lend themselves to amazing hardscapes. Okay, we're back to that superficial shit again, but hey, this is a hobby and it's supposed to be fun and enjoyable and that's a cool thing. By virtue of their unique physical attributes, botanical materials like seed pods, leaves, and stems can help to create some very interesting aesthetics. Sure, you can combine them with more traditional materials like wood and stones to create really unique aesthetic experiences for all kinds of hobbyists. The ability to express yourself creatively with different elements can't be overlooked by avid aquascapers, and you shouldn't overlook it either. And you don't have to keep the water brown, you know, right? Carbon, yeah. There's other intangibles of experimenting with botanical style aquariums as well. I mean, first off, a greater understanding of the relationship between fishes and their aquatic environment, both chemically and physically. When you're using materials which are highly interactive with their uh, aquatic surroundings, like leaves and botanicals and stuff, you can use them to your advantage and give fishes more of what we like to call a functionally aesthetic habitat. Something that not only looks good, but it functions, it provides uh, either places to feed, provides accumulation areas for detritus, sequesters nutrients, detritus, uh, I said that again twice, but all kinds of interesting stuff. You'll want to research it. There's a lot out there, not just in the tent, but everywhere. And speaking of environments, these types of aquariums will often make you do some research before you set one up. You know, like looking at an actual natural habitat instead of last month's, you know, tank of the month. It's a process that involves opening up your imagination and it increases your awareness about the wild habitats of our fishes, you know, how they evolved, where they are, and the threats that they face to their existence. Big picture stuff. The biotope aquarium crowd kind of knows this already. It is good that more and more people come to the party and get some awareness of it. It's a big world out there, and it's not necessarily one that looks the way we might expect. There's endless possibilities to research, right? The other point is that botanical style aquariums almost force us to deploy patience. What a great hobby attribute that is. This is a huge thing, as we've talked about a million times here. Good stuff in aquariums, I don't care whether it's freshwater, marine, reef, brackish, whatever. Good stuff in aquariums never happens quickly, especially in our types of aquarium systems where seed pods, leaves, and other materials break down over time, where the tank goes through these evolutionary cycles. The botanicals that we use are almost ephemeral, right, in existence. They're gradually imparting organics and tannins and other stuff into the water, and it requires time, patience, monitoring, and attention to allow one of these systems to evolve to its full potential. You, you can't rush it. You can't try to bypass things. These mindset shifts, these mental shifts are really essential. Uh, another reason is that you simply be in on the sort of the ground floor of a new botanical movement. Again, sure, people have played with seed pods, wood, and leaves before for generations, but 
I don't think with the mindset that we've seen in recent years. In other words, hobbyists who incorporate botanicals and stuff into their environments nowadays, or aquatic environments nowadays, are looking at things more holistically, embracing the natural processes, like the breakdown of materials, the accumulation and formation of biofilms and fungal growths, detritus, even occasional spot of algae, looking at this as part of the environment to be studied and enjoyed rather than to be loathed, feared, and you know removed quickly. You'll want to experiment with the idea of evolving aquariums to represent seasonal dynamics, niche habitats, stuff like that, stuff like the urban agapo that we've talked about, stuff that pushes the boundaries of what's normally done in the hobby. We're learning more and more about the interactions between our fishes and these really unique niche habitats, and the opportunities to share this new knowledge are endless. New types of environmental simulations are possible now that weren't possible a few years ago because we just didn't think about it. We didn't have the tools to do it. We have them now. And there's all kinds of new secrets to learn that could benefit all kinds of areas of the hobby. I could probably go on for hours and hours, and I have many times before, just talking about the key takeaways from the botanical style aquarium movement and natural aquariums in general. Uh, however, I think the benefits can best be summed up by simply creating ones or best understood by simply creating one and enjoying it and learning from nature sort of in an unedited manner. Watching it evolve, it is done for eons without overextending our management based on, you know, hobby or industry standard, purely aesthetic considerations. We're going to continue our mission of inspiring, educating, and kicking your ass when necessary to take the plunge and move in new directions. At Tannin, I know this sounds like an infomercial, but I mean, at Tannin, we've done our best to aggregate all this material and information for you to work with and create really unique aquariums that, that talk to you. We're constantly researching, refining, and tweaking our offerings and our ideas, and these things have evolved. You read the stuff that we wrote five, six years ago, some of it's quite different than what it is now, but the underlying themes, patience, reliance on natural processes, observation, um, you know, uh, experimentation, being bold, all that kind of stuff, that's never changed and never going to change. The ideas, the materials might shift a little bit, but the philosophies that, under, that are underlying and all this stuff never will, and that's really, really important. Okay, now that's the most cursory quick look of some of the reasons why botanical style aquariums are something that we feel you should be playing with. And since many people are new to this game, I thought it was a good time to maybe touch on this stuff. And hopefully this will be enough to kind of kick you over the edge to get started if you haven't, or to use as a track to run on to inspire others if that's your thing too, and I hope it is. There's endless opportunities for experimentation, for creativity. Uh, and education. And they're just a few of the, the amazing benefits that we can play with here, uh, play with, or we can, we can realize actually, uh, when we play with these types of systems. And I think that we're going to continue to open our eyes and our minds to a new and very different approach to aquarium keeping if we stay on this path. Yes, we dream in water, as I say. So join us. Stay inspired. Stay creative. Stay open-minded. Stay observant. Stay patient stay enthralled and always stay wet until next time this is scott fellman from tenant aquatics thanks for spending part of your day with me and i look forward to seeing you on the next installment of the tent